0: Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. Hi everybody Russell, my hammers level also mcglasson hope you are safe and well if you are new to your channel please let us go i've been hitting the bell icons. So made you may well be time we put new content on as always like taking a lovely channel sponsors on check them out in the description below so it's another episode of hammers in, in hot water i'm gonna get the um i'm gonna get the title of that right eventually hammers in hot water is my own F-ing title but i still can't get it right um and we've been requested this this one, uh, this incident, uh, this player. And so we're going to be doing uh, a whole episode on Manny on a Minimai, gate. A lot of people probably won't uh, remember it, but some people might remember it. Some might not. So hopefully you enjoy it. So looking back through our, uh, our history, um our recent history uh, as as West Ham fans. There are many highlights <laughs> that really encapsulate what it's like to be a West Ham fan. The agony, the anguish, reaching defeat within the jaws of victory, etc etc. One example really stands out and that is what's affectionately known as Manigate. Now West Ham's cup history after the 80, 1980 success um was was in essence a very similar story each year. And we've all seen us getting knocked out by uh, Stockport County, for example. We would blame the poor pitch or uh, a dodgy ref decision. Um, but to be knocked out through an administrative error is, uh, is is a first, surely. So let me take you back. It was December 1999, the quarterfinal of the Worthington Cup. That was the League Cup sponsor that year. It changed. It was Carling Cup. This year it was the Worthington Cup, and we were at home to Aston Villa. It was a very cold night. I remember that bloody cold. Just a week until Christmas, and this was an early Christmas present. We looked to be going out to the cup when Holmes under the hammer presenter Dion Dublin, who was a, who was a, a footballer beforehand, scored in injury time. However, we went uh, immediately down the pitch and won a penalty with Mr Decagno converting the spot kit past Mr James, soon to become a West Ham player. The game went into a penalty shootout, and we actually won the shootout. Ironically, Gareth Southgate once again missed the penalty, which cost them the shootout. We could smell the Twin Towers of Wembley. We were through to the, quarterfin- the semifinals. Oh, the excitement. However, this feeling was to last us for little more than 48 hours. The reason for this fall to grace was a rather insignificant 113th minute substitution. Fringe first team Amani Minami came on the pitch as a, uh, a tactical forward substitution. The lad had hardly touched the ball. And yet this decision by H would have catastrophic errors, which would eventually lead us to being chucked out of the quarterfinal. Sorry, it would eventually lead us to losing a re- replayed quarterfinal and being dumped out of the cup altogether. Now Manny was a very pacey player, he signed um, apprentice forms in 1994 uh, and was part of the side which won the South East Counties League title in 95-96. He signed pro forms in 1996 and Harry sent him out to Bournemouth that year to gain some first team experience. Manny made his Premier League debut against Leeds in March 1997. He scored a brace against Crystal Palace at the end of the 97-98 season, but never really established himself in H's plans. So he continued development by going out on loan to Dundee, Leighton Orient and Gillingham. Manny was getting lots of games during his time at Gillingham. Um, and including a start for the Jills against Bolton, in a Worthington Cup second round match, he was even featured on the match day programme cover for the home tie. He subsequently uh, played the return leg, the return leg two year two weeks later, and uh, the Jill's actually lost 6-1 on aggregate. So you can see a slight problem here. Manny had already played not once but twice in the Wurlington Cup already that season. And now he was playing for a different team, i.e. West Ham, in the same competition. This revelation um, had only been discovered by the, by the club... Uh, by the Football League when they'd submitted the official team sheets, Arguably the most basic rule of club competition had been compromised. A player can only play for a a single club in the season's competitions. When a player is loaned out, the T's and C's of his contract between the parent club and the loan club should say whether or not the player is allowed to appear in cup competitions. When the lonely returns to their parent club, the club's administrative staff—yes, say that easy enough—should check the T's and C's have been upheld. Sounds pretty f- simple, to be fair. If not, the staff, surely the player himself, would have known that was the case. <laughs> and as you can see on the team sheet, in the substitutions, number twenty-seven at the bottom, man in a and clearly the man himself didn't realise potentially, that he would played in the cup competition. Harry said of this incident uh, simply that none of us knew the kid had already played. It was an honest mistake. There was a letter to the Jills saying he could play, but I did not accept, expect to see him back. We're not talking Di Canio, we're talking Manny on a minimai, uh, who's never been near the first team. I don't even know why I put him on, but that made a massive, massive difference. The Football League quickly decided that we'd broken the rules and ordered the cup tie to be replayed. It was the right decision. We broke the rules unknowingly and it was a fair decision by the uh, Football League. A monetary fine would have been tough on Aston Villa and to be expelled from the club altogether, cup altogether for West Ham fans would have been awful for us, particularly as we had Wembley in our sights. Not only was the game replayed two days later after the Football League made their decision, uh, sorry, not only was the game replayed, but two days after the Football League made the decision, the West Ham company secretary, Graham Mackle, resigned. He'd only been in the post for a little over six months and also the football secretary, Alison O'Dowd, also resigned her post. Mackle uh, mentioned he thought it was the right decision um, to make we acted upon information which was given to me that the player was eligible to play it wasn't correct and as a result I'm responsible and I felt the only honourable thing to do was resign in the replay of course we lost and Villa proceeded into the semi-finals in terms of Manny he was very quickly loaned out to another Clariton Blue side the Irons Scunthorpe cobblers no it's true. No, no, it's Northampton, isn't it? (laughs) doesn't matter. (laughs) Then he called the and There we go. He's got it right in front of me, Russ. The uh, then Scunthorpe uh, manager, Brian Laws, recalled how he'd asked Harry about signing Manny previously and he'd been turned down quickly. But I rang back and suggested that Manny join us would be the best thing for all concerned. It was a bit tongue-in-cheek and I'd thought he'd bite my head off, i.e. Harry. But he agreed. And soon enough... Manny was off. He was off to Scunthorpe on loan. Manny never played again for West Ham. He moved to many clubs and moved to Oxford United at the end of the 1990-2000 season, where he subsequently uh, and then after he played another 12, 12 clubs in all of his time, all of his career, and he retired eventually in 2006, having played, as I said, for 12 clubs in his career. And that's it—a curious tale with Manny. It just, just a, I remember the whole thing. It, it, it was it, you sort of. We, we were so excited. We were playing. We were going to, and because of the semi-finals as well. I think Leicester got through. I think you know we was going to. It's a good chance we'd have won that cup potentially, and uh, we were all dreaming of a Wembley trip. And then 48 hours later comes crashing down. And the West Ham, you know it's going to West Ham. We know we're not going to win the replayed quarterfinals. And then Villa went on. I don't think that, I can't remember if they won it or not. Or maybe Leicester won it that season. I don't know. Um, but it was, there wasn't a massive, Those the semi-final teams weren't great. It was a couple of lower league. It was at least one more lower league team. Anyway, I'm sure you guys remember. I'm sure everyone's typing in the comments. Everyone's actually scum thought. Anyway, won't be scum thought, last thing. So I hope you enjoyed it. As I said, I love doing these, these little investigative going through and understanding these there's anyone you want to suggest we've had lots of lots of great um suggestions we'll be getting through let me know in the comments below who you want me to try and you know put some put some stuff together and do for the next episode try it out as always take care stay safe wash those hands get those jab appointments when you get your uh we can do it now if you're over 18 now anyone in the uk you can book your jabs now um come on your eyes bother me and we'll see you very, very soon. Take care one. stay safe Sports social Podcast Network.